Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the RL Football Report, the podcast covering all things football at all levels. My name is Ryan Ketchum, joined alongside Larry Sanderson and Bill Jones. We also have Chris Ramirez, who's part of our four-man team, but he is unable to join us tonight. But thank you very much, everybody, for tuning in to another episode as we're going to be discussing the conference championship games for the NFC and AFC in the NFL. I mean, a fantastic set of games that we saw coming off of a fantastic set of divisional round matchups as well. So, uh, you know, we obviously have the Bengals and the Rams matching up for the Super Bowl. I mean, we thought that the Chiefs, at least most of us, you know, thought that the Chiefs were going to move forward and the Bengals were going to play well, but we didn't think they had a chance just yet. I mean, how surprised were you guys with that game and uh, what really stood out to you from championship weekend? Go ahead, Larry. Okay, I was – I was very surprised that uh, that they couldn't uh, in the uh, first game, uh, Cincinnati, uh, Kansas City. I was very surprised that uh, Cincinnati came back from a 21-3 deficit. And I was very surprised that uh, they they handled uh, Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey uh, uh, was, was handled in the most part in the third and fourth quarters. And uh, they couldn't handle uh, T. Higgins, uh, Jamar Chase, and 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 on the ground, Nixon had a great game. And uh, defensively, their their defense handled uh, Patrick Mahomes and put him in awkward situations. Uh, it was led by Eli Apple in the secondary, and their and their front four really uh, handled uh, Kansas City. And the, the the kicking game has been lights out for uh, for Cincinnati, and in the Ram in the Rams game, I was very surprised that uh, San Francisco blew a seventeen seven lead in the fourth quarter. Uh, they have blown in the last several years. Kyle Shanahan teams have blown uh, big leads in the fourth quarter to see themselves be disappointed, and twice. Once when he was an offensive coordinator in Atlanta and and twice as a head coach, one against uh, Kansas City in Super Bowl 54 and last Sunday at SoFi. And um, and what what was disappointing was uh, they the Rams handled uh, their big two, George Kittle and Debo Samuel Samuels. Uh, they they struggled. Even Brandon Ayuk, the other receiver, he only he had only four receptions, and they targeted uh, him and uh, Samuels fifteen times out of thirty, and they and they struggled. And and George Kittle, I think uh, I think Bill would know that that he only had like three receptions. Yeah, that right. doesn't happen. If they get a win, uh, Samuels is going to take over the game and. Uh, Kittles is going to be a factor and their running game. That was a factor all season was a non-factor against the Rams. Well, I'll start off. Great points, Larry. I'll start off with Cincy. The first game, one thing you didn't mention to me that you mentioned to me off the air was your shock or maybe not shock, but your surprise that the chiefs could not put much pressure on burrow. It's not, uh, you know, burrow who was sacked nine times and knocked down probably what well well over a dozen times in the previous playoff game against Tennessee, uh, Kansas City couldn't really get to him, 
And that's what, to me, makes that that victory so shocking by the Bengals. Coming back from 18 with that porous offensive line, holding up against the Chiefs, beating them in Arrowhead. I mean, we all had – well, speaking for me and Larry, we had the Chiefs, I think, going all the way like a lot of people did. Right. Um, but I'm they're no longer the Bungles. They're the Bengals. And um, like I was telling Larry off the, off the air, they're my pick to win the Super Bowl. I think they're going to beat L.A. I think this is a team of destiny. Joe Burrow is – exceeded any expectations I had for him. I know he'd be a great quarterback, but not this quickly, not with this O-line, not with this organization. So my hat's off to the Bengals, the great job they've done down there in Cincy. And I like them uh, minus, I'd say minus five over the Rams. You know, I, I, I make them the favorites. Jumping ahead to Niners, Rams. The Niners have the game in the bag, but their weak link was finally exposed. Jimmy G., Kyle Shanahan doesn't have enough faith in him. That's why those guys haven't been targeted that much. Kittle and Ayuk and Samuel. Uh, the run game was shut down by the Rams. So, uh, you know, I think a lot, a lot of the game had 10 in the box, just staring Jimmy G to throw on him. Can't do it. He, he's a serviceable quarterback, but he's not going to take you to the next level. But, God, he gets you close. A couple plays away from winning the Super Bowl against KC the other year. Uh Last thing I want to point out about that game, local radio guys mentioning that Kyle Shanahan's now scored 53-0 in the fourth quarter, the last couple championship games going back to the Super Bowl. So wow. it just gets too concerned. I don't, I don't know what the – there's no explanation uh, that I know of why uh, Shanahan's so dominated in the fourth in these championship-level games. Yeah, it's very interesting to, to see that and, you know, good points from – uh, all of you as well, that, that Rams defense definitely stepping up, making sure that they put it in Garoppolo's hands to win the game for the 49ers instead of anybody else's. You know, Debo Samuel always used uh, out of the backfield as well. He's kind of just, you know, an overall athlete out there. And the Rams kind of able to shut that down as of late. Debo Samuel, only seven carries, 26 yards, no touchdowns. Nobody had over uh, 26 yards rushing in that game. Um, what Jimmy Garoppolo, he went 16 of 30, uh, passing. He did throw an interception. He had two touchdowns, but I, I do agree with, um, uh, well, with Bill's, uh, evaluation of Garoppolo. It's like, you know, he, he's a good quarterback, not elite. He's going to take you to that, uh, you know, that level. He's going to give you a chance to win, but he is not the person that can put you over. He, he's not the person that can get you that victory he could get you close to it he could get you right up to that point but he's not going to be the one that actually can get you that victory so that's one thing that the 49ers do lack uh in those regards when you have a quarterback that he can't take it over and get you that victory he could only set you up for one uh so that that was definitely uh uh you know a lack thereof that we're seeing out of uh the 49ers that rams defense though uh, very strong. Odell Beckham Jr. coming up big as well, uh, the wide receiver for the Rams. I mean, that acquisition is showing up big time in the playoffs so far. Matthew Stafford looking great. And uh, in that other game, as you guys were talking about with, uh, you know, the Bengals and the Chiefs, you know, Joe Mixon was looking good, 88 yards on 21 carries. Joe Burrow was looking really good, 23 completions, 38 attempts. He had two touchdowns on the day. And uh, you know, they were able to get two interceptions as well off of Mahomes. Uh, now, you know, heading into the Super Bowl 
uh, obviously still two weeks away, not going to be this Sunday, but uh, Bill, you were saying you're kind of favoring the Bengals right now. Larry, what are you thinking uh, on this Super Bowl matchup? And what do you think are the uh, key points to watch out for from each team? The storyline is uh, Sean McVay against uh, his former quarterback coach, Zach Taylor. Uh, we're going to hear a lot about that Super Bowl week in Los Angeles. Um, the key is could Aaron Donald, Von Miller, Nick Scott and company put pressure on Joe Bur Burrow exactly, exactly. and eliminate uh, Jamar Chase and uh, Ty, Ty Higgins and, uh, yeah, and their wide receiver uh, combo. And uh, could uh, and could Cincinnati's front four put pressure on Matthew Stafford where he could throw the ball in the coverage? Um, what I saw in the Ram, uh, OBJ has been tough. The last yep. couple of weeks, uh, they he they targeted him. Uh, he re, I think he had nine receptions out of eleven targets. And Cooper Cup, he's been he should be MVP uh, uh, candidate. He should win the MVP over anybody because he's the reason why the Rams are going to the Super Bowl because he made big play after big play, and he made a big play last last week against San Francisco. Made that big play against Tampa. 11 receptions out of 14 targeted targets and I think I think one was for a touchdown and he he is uh you know he, he he's bailed the Rams out repeatedly since Robert Woods went out and OBJ has replaced Robert Woods uh, the, and during this run and Von Miller has stepped up his game like he did in Denver so uh I'm picking uh, – I wouldn't be surprised Cincinnati won that game if Joe Bur Burrow doesn't – if they don't put pressure on Burrow. But I think they'll put pressure on him, and I think the Rams will finish the deal and win at SoFi in two weeks. And they'll win by uh, – they're, they're a three-and-a-half-point favorite right now. Uh, I think the Rams will beat them by, by 10, maybe more. I like Larry's, wow. uh, Larry's assertion that uh, – if Vaughn Miller, who's really regained Denver form, and Aaron Donald continue to play at the level they're playing, particularly in the second half of that Niner game, that could spell trouble for Cincy. I think, you know, if Cincy can answer the Aaron Donald, Vaughn Miller issue, that, you know, I think that they'll win the game. But that that's a big thing, you know, the way those two guys have been, been uh, playing as of late, especially Vaughn Miller really re regenerating his career, revitalizing his career. Uh, over in LA the last couple of weeks, but I think it's going to be an incredible game and uh, down to the wire fourth quarter, maybe the last five minutes will be decided. Larry, what's the talk really quickly as an aside about the lack of fandom in LA for your Los Angeles Rams? It's getting embarrassing. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. 60, 40 split with San Francisco and up there, I listened on KBR. They were talking about, uh, San, uh, SoFi North or something like that because they they expected 49er fans would take over and they tried to uh, keep 49er fans out of there by uh, telling you you had to uh, be in the LA area zip code but that didn't work either so uh, they had the fans against Arizona but Arizona doesn't travel that good but San Francisco 
Even when they play the Chargers in that preseason game, it was all San Francisco fans. What's going on down in LA? Why 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 can't people get the Chargers or especially the Rams? They, the Rams, the Rams get fans, but there because the Rams and the Chargers, uh, there was no team in LA. People oh. have had allegiance with different teams. Yeah, and they keep those allegiance. Sure, after gone for that's, twenty years. See, that's why they wanted the Raiders in L.A. because a lot of people home game is the Raiders when they go down to San Diego. Right. Very true. Yeah, and then Sandy, and then they, and then when the NFL said Chargers are moving with the Rams, what's the closest city to uh, Los Angeles, Las Vegas? Because I've talked to one person in the airport when I was when I had a three hour layover. He he would go from Upland to Las Vegas and do tailgating tailgate at nine o'clock in the morning and be, and then he would get in the stadium and about six o'clock, he'd drive back to Upland. And a oh, lot of people no. were doing that up to 15. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. And it's not that far. It's only what three hours. You know, wow. Victorville's LA area, right? Yeah. That's not, that's not too far from Vegas. That was a smart move by Mark right. Davis. Yeah. But he needs more parking lots, not in a casino. Where the parking <laughs> lots are like a hundred bucks each. They even park at a at a uh, at a precinct in uh, on the strip. Hey, Larry, you got, us, uh, you got us passes for the Super Bowl down at SoFi? No, the NBC don't want me there. They're they're not. Uh, they're doing everything out of Connecticut this year. Okay. I just got an email from NBC. Gotcha. I mean. Uh, I'll tell you right now. I tell you, come on down. You could you could hang out with me for the Super Bowl, but it's not going to happen. Let's ask Ryan. Ryan, what are your thoughts? What, what's your prediction for the big game? Right. So yeah, kind of you know going through this playoff journey. You know, I, I thought the Bengals they they had a good team, but I didn't think they were going to beat the Titans. And after the Titans, I thought they would have you know good competition against the Chiefs, but. I still thought the Chiefs were going to win by, you know, a good solid at least 10-plus points. And, you know, with the lead that they did have, I was like, okay, you know, they, they may actually be going towards that. But, you know, just seeing the resiliency out of, uh, you, you know, the resilience out of um, Cincinnati and just seeing no matter how much they go down by or uh, no matter how many, what, sacks that Joe Burrow, <laughs> you know, gets with the Titans getting to him nine times. Uh, for some reason, they're just able to to keep with it and just able to stay focused and stay composed. Um, you know, it does hurt me a little bit. I want to pick against them once again. Maybe I'll be, uh, you know, wrong once again. But uh, I do think the Rams are a little too overpowered. I do agree with uh, what you were saying, Bill, that, um, you know, we're going to have a good Super Bowl. I think it is going to be a lot closer than some people think just with the way that the Bengals are playing and kind of their motivation and how they're all rallying as a team, how you mentioned we didn't think they would be uh, this close with the offensive line issues that they had and uh, the lack of star power as well. But just seeing how Jamar Chase has been playing and the young Joe Burrow has been playing, I mean, uh, you know, I wouldn't choose against them in most situations. So I think this is going to be a close game within a touchdown score. Uh, I do think the Rams, they have a little bit too much uh, you know, power on uh, both offense and defense. Vaughn Miller with him being back in, uh, you know, his shape and uh, just seeing how well that defense is playing. I mean, 
I would be surprised if the Rams get anywhere less than, uh, you know, five, six sacks and, uh, you know, maybe even upwards of nine tackles for loss in that game or more uh, just with the pressure that they can have. So um, I I think it is going to be a good game, though, but I think the Rams are going to come out on top. I mean, I was just kind of going over the stats a little bit, and I know Larry was mentioning how Cooper Cup should be recognized as – you know, or in the MVP race or something, you know, just kind of looked at uh, 11 receptions, 142 yards and two touchdowns that's in an crazy. NFC championship game. I mean, that's a ridiculous stat line. Uh, that, that's ridiculous. So I, I think the Rams are going to win, uh, but the Bengals are going to play a good game and uh, they're, they're definitely going to hand it to the Rams a bit. You know, the key to, uh, to, to the game will be turnovers. Sure. Matthew Stafford, everybody's thinking he's he's the reason why they're winning. He's not the reason why they're winning. They're re- winning because because their defense is stepping it up, and he's not making any turnovers. But he's not the reason right. why he's making big plays. He hasn't made any big plays. He's played like he did l- during the regular season. Well, a lot of guys up here on the radio are saying he throws the ball. He makes those plays downfield. He'll go. He'll take those shots downfield. It's something Jimmy G doesn't do, and that's what. Yeah, that's the problem. Over the top. And one more thing I wanted to mention about the Bengals and Joe Burrow is uh, Michael Irvin was on a local program up here. The playmaker, Michael Irvin, former Dallas Cowboy, great analyst, said that once Joe Burrow gets an offensive line, forget it. Forget it. Rest of the NFL, sure. you're in trouble. More trouble than you are now. <laughs> what about uh, – uh, have you heard uh, – changing the, the NFL news, have you heard uh, where Jimmy G might uh, be going to? Uh, they they got to trade him, and he wants to go to contender. But I don't think Trey Lance is ready. Is that what they're saying up north? They're saying Trey Lance – the reason you haven't seen Trey Lance the last eight weeks is he's not ready to play quarterback. And he's not as good as Jimmy G. Shanahan doesn't trust him, and I think it's going to be – I hope I'm proven wrong, but I think it was a bad draft pick trading three first rounders for a guy who played one college game. You know, just an unknown entity. And it's just, you know, if he was good enough to get on the field, you would have seen him on the field. And, could uh, could you see a gamble uh, by John Lynch and company? Huge gamble. Could you see them trading for uh, like a uh, established quarterback like Aaron Rodgers is a free agent? Everybody has him going to Denver, but he's from the Bay Area. He played at Cal. He's 38 years old. Uh, If they sign him for two years, would that be enough to, after the contract for Trey Lance, be ready? I think, I mean, Rodgers could take him to the next level. I've heard Brady coming out here. Both guys grew up Niner fans. Both guys are Bay Area guys. Uh, Well, Rodgers from Chico, where Ryan is kind of area <laughs> but i've heard brady's name floating around here thank you very much everybody for tuning in once again uh, chris ramirez was unable to join us today but he is part of our four-man team we did have myself ryan ketchum larry sanderson and bill jones for you so make sure to watch all of our previous episodes anywhere that you watch your podcasts on make sure to like subscribe uh make sure to also Uh, follow us and download all of our episodes and make sure to stay tuned for all the future episodes as we are going to be having the Super Bowl preview. We'll cover the Super Bowl as well after that. 
we'll also be having a little bit of basketball coming up too. So uh, a lot of stuff coming up for the RL football reports. So make sure you stay tuned and thank you very much for watching.